0: Thank you for victory in Jesus. Praise God. There's a couple of declarations that I want to make over your lives right now before I go ahead and minister the message. The first one is 3 John 2. I pray that each and every one of you would prosper and walk in supernatural divine health even as your soul prospers. And Lord, I pray that times of refreshing may come upon each and every person that is watching today and that your times of refreshing would come upon their household and rest even to stay. Lord, we thank you for a reviving with fresh air. We thank you, Lord, for a recovery from the effects of any fiery test. Thank you, Lord, for moving in each home and in each family In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray and I declare what the psalmist said. That we shall be anointed with fresh oil. So Lord, in connection with the refreshing is the fresh oil. That anointing that rests upon your people. Lord, we give you the glory right now. We lift up our hands. We lift up our voice and we thank you, Lord. That we are walking into a new year. We are leaving the old and walking into a new year. And we will live the refreshed life. I declare over your life, over our lives, over our staff and over our church. That we shall always and only be led by the spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us. Thank you for causing all of us to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right things with the right people. Oh, we give you the glory, Lord. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So as your sons, as your daughters, we declare that we are always and only led by the Spirit of God. And I pray also, Lord that you would fill each and every one with all the fullness of God, that every one of us may have the richest measure of your divine presence and become holy and filled with the very glory of God himself. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. That's our sincere prayer for you and your family. Praise God. And so as we get into the Word of God This morning, uh, there's several things that I have had rolling around in my heart uh, concerning the upcoming new year. We're at the tail end of this year. And uh, I believe that we're going to be talking for a while, maybe even into the new year, for keys to having a successful year. That's God's will. It's God's will for us to be successful as we prayed already. It's God's will for us to prosper and to deal wisely in all the affairs of life. So there's some things uh, that you and I can do to position ourselves, praise God, to have a tremendous, tremendous days of heaven upon the earth for the remainder of this year and also on into the next. Now, we're not going to have time to go into a lot of these keys but i do want to at least focus on one uh this morning so if you have your bibles i invite you to open them to john 17 and we'll look at verse 14 this is jesus speaking and really praying praise god his high priestly prayer he said i have given them thy word that's you and me And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now, in the Messing Translation, it says something like this. I, my followers, are no more defined by the world than I am defined by the world. Now, the word defined carries with it this thought. To be marked by boundaries. I believe that Jesus does not want you or me or any of us to be limited by a world view. Or limited by the world's ways and by the world's words. In other words, we are not to be fenced in. Praise God. We have been set free. Now it's very true. The world will attempt to put a limit on you, to put you in a box, but your Father never has, never will, and will never, ever attempt to put us in a box. The world does not determine the boundaries of our lives. Our God is able. He's able to do the exceeding, the abundantly, above all that we can dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest thoughts, hopes, or dreams, according to the power of the Lord that is working in us. I like how Acts 17 and verse 26 says it. It says, And he made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth have indefinitely determined their allotted periods of time and the fixed boundaries of their habitation, their settlements, their lands and abodes. All that to say this, God is unlimited in what he can do for you and for me. So we're going to refuse the limits to where the world says we can't. So the purpose of this First lesson on keys to having a successful year is to encourage you to live beyond the boundaries that life has presented you with. Today's message and the title of it is, let it go. Let it go. Don't let the past limit you. Don't let what has occurred in 2020 and what still is occurring. Don't let it limit you. Don't let it hinder you. And don't you for one moment, let it stop you. In Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, in the 19th verse, in the NIV, it says, Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. And now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Praise God. You know, we sing that great song, Waymaker. Jesus is the way and he is making a way for you. He is making a way for our church. He is making a way for our nation. Amen. Somebody says, but pastor, it's been rugged. It's been tough. I'm in the midst of a test. I'm in the midst of a temptation. Well, I always want to remind you that God is faithful and He will not suffer you to be tempted above your ability. But He will always, at all times, even in the midst of a test or a trial, He will always provide a way out, a way of escape. Amen. Now, the... NSAB says this, do not call to mind the former things or do not consider things of the past. What this is basically saying, if you want the limits to be off of your life, you must not speak about, reenact, rehearse all the difficult things that have occurred to you in your past. Strong's definition basically says this, don't recount, don't record, and don't remember them. What are you saying today, Pastor? I'm saying this. We must not allow our past to cloud cloud our future. You know, Paul dealt with this in the book of Philippians in chapter 3. He said this, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended or arrived but this one thing i do forgetting those things which are behind and what i'm going to do is i'm going to reach unto those things which are before me glory to god now too often what can happen in our lives is we remember what we should forget and we forget what we should remember now the word forget there and forgetting where paul said forgetting those things which are behind that literally means no longer carrying the weight of or no longer caring for one thing we know about the enemy that he's the author of the weights he's the author of anxiety And he wants to weigh us down with guilt. He wants to weigh us down with the regret and some of the memories of the past. But I believe what the Lord is saying to us this morning is let it go. Let the cares of your past go. Put them into the hands of the one who can handle them. We can't handle them. But he is the great bishop of our soul and he is an awesome Care, taker, and receiver. Amen. So forgetting the past. Now we don't mean by that that you know you have some sort of amnesia. No, not at all. Forgetting literally means in the spiritual sense, means that you don't allow the past to dominate you. You don't let it allow allow it to control you or to dictate your future. It has to do with with releasing and letting go. And when you do that, you will find that the limits that have been presented to your mind, praise God, those will have to go as well. Now, closely associated with learning to let go of the past is learning to forgive. Has anybody ever had to forgive someone? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, If you want your faith really to operate at a high level, the kind of faith that I've given you, if you want to say to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, if you want your prayers to be answered, where I've said what things, soever you desire, when you pray, amen, believe you receive them. If you want that to happen, he says, you must forgive while you stand. You must forgive Before you pray, you must forgive before you say to the mountain. Now, I understand this, that forgiveness is twofold. Not only must we learn to forgive others, but we also must learn to forgive ourselves. Amen. Forgive ourselves. Sometimes people drag the past of guilt with them even though they've confessed their sins, even though maybe they've even had Holy Communion, even though they've kind of drugged themselves through the grubs for weeks and weeks, even though they've prayed, yet they're waiting for some sort of a feeling as a confirmation that they're forgiving. Folks, we don't have to have a feeling to be forgiven. We receive our forgiveness. We can forgive ourselves, praise God, and then the feelings will come. Can I hear a hearty amen out there? So in this area of forgiveness, let me just read to you a, a verse of Scripture in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. He says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away with you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted." forgiving one another that includes others that includes yourself even as god for christ's sake has forgiven you glory to god i've uh, seen a couple things i want to share with you one is a quote by billy graham what a tremendous man of god billy graham said this he said in one bold stroke forgiveness obliterates the past and permits us to enter in to the land of new beginnings. Isn't that good? One bold stroke enables us to obliterate the past and to enter in to the land of new beginnings. Friend, God's got a new beginning for you. So if you need to forgive someone, just forgive them. Let it go. If you need to forgive yourself, do it. Praise God and life will be better. Andy Stanley says this, that forgiveness is simply a decision to cancel a debt. A decision to cancel a debt. Patty Davis, the daughter of Ronald Reagan, said that her dad made a lasting impression on her the day after his assassination attempt in 1982. Some of you are uh, can remember that some of you are a little too young to remember that but here's what she said the following day after this attempt to assassinate him the following day my father Ronald Reagan said he knew that his physical healing was directly dependent on his ability to forgive John Hinckley by showing me she said that forgiveness Is the key to everything, including physical health and healing. He gave me an example of Christ like thinking. Man, that's powerful. You see, unforgiveness can limit us, unforgiveness can keep us sick, unforgiveness can lock up things that God wants released in our lives. Healing can take place. As you let things go, things can happen that God is so desirous to happen in your life. If you will just let go, let's not be limited by what the world says, but let us also not limit him in what he desires to do in our lives. Amen. Now back to Philippians chapter three and verse 13. Now this is from the NLT. It says this, now, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Now, notice Paul said this, before you can get on with God, you must let go of the past. And Paul knew about it because before he was the great Paul, the apostle of God, he was Saul of Tarsus. He had to forget about his past as a persecutor of Christians in order for him to move on and to minister effectively. Now, let's keep tracking this in Philippians 3 just for a moment or two. In the Amplified Version of Philippians 3 in verse uh, 13 and 14, it says this, I do not desire, or I do not consider, brethren... That I have captured and made my own yet, but one thing I do, it is my one aspiration. Now, when you're talking about aspiration, you're talking about an intense desire. So, it is my intense desire to forget what lies behind, and I'm going to strain forward to what lies ahead. I saw this quote from Napoleon Hill and I thought it was really good let me share it with you he said this the desire is the starting point of all achievement not a hope not a wish but a keen pulsating desire which transcends everything and that's what Paul was he was pumped about that was his aspiration that was his desire and his desire transcended everything. Now in verse 14, he says, I press. Now that word press there means I literally pursue. It also means I seek after eagerly, earnestly. It is my utmost endeavor to acquire. I press. I press on toward the goal To win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus, now notice this, is calling us where? Where is God in Christ Jesus calling us? He's not calling us downward. He's not keeping us down. Through resurrection power, He is calling all of us upward. Well, somebody says, I've already been raised up together and made to sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is true and that's good. But there's more that God wants you to attain. He wants you to go upward. He wants you to go onward. He wants your walk with him to get stronger and to get better. There's an upward call on all of God's kids. Can you sense it? I can sense it in my spirit that greater things are about to happen in and through the church. I can sense in my spirit that greater things are going to happen in your home, that some things are going to come to an end, that the pandemic is going to come to an end. But we're not just going to sit by and twiddle our thumbs and wait to get on with the plan of God and the program of God until those things happen. No, we're going up. We're going onward because there's an upward call upon each and every one of us. Glory to God. The voice says it like this. I'm sprinting toward the only goal that counts to cross the line, to win the prize, and to hear God's call to resurrection life found exclusively in Jesus, the anointed one. Praise God. The upward call, the upward call, the resurrection call that lifts us and keeps us above the weak and beggarly elements of this world, keeps us above the gravitational pull and the pollution of this world system. Resurrection power lifts us. Even while we are living in this body, it lifts us Upward for the glory of God. And so I want to encourage you today to believe that. I want to encourage you to hold fast to this conviction. That what lies ahead of you is good. And what lies ahead of you is great. I am a pastor who is filled with hope. I'm not here to discourage anyone. I'm here to encourage you in the lord i just have to say it folks our future is bright our future is bright somebody says well i i don't it's been so dark i i i don't know what's going on well you need to spend some time in the light you need to turn off certain things in the media turn off that which is dark and let the entrance of his word give you light and when the entrance of his word gives you light it'll give you faith but it will also give you hope a hope for your future. Praise God. Amen. So say with me, I'm going up. I'm going onward. I'm going forward with the Lord. Amen. So there is an upward call on us all. Now, I thought about this song. I love it. And I'm going to not sing it, but I'm going to say it. It's a beautiful song. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I onward bound, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Higher ground. From glory to glory, He's changing us. From faith to faith, He's causing us to win. From strength to strength and grace to grace, is where you and I are going. Lord lift me up and let me stand by faith on Canaan's table land, a higher place than I have found. Oh, Lord, plant our feet on higher ground. Who glory to God. There's so much more. My heart has no desire to stay Where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound. My prayer, my aim is higher ground. Lord lift me up and let me stand. By faith on Canaan's table land. A higher plane than I have found. Oh Lord plant our feet on higher ground. And then lastly, I want to live above the world. Though Satan's darts at me are hurled, for faith has caught the joyful sound, the songs of the saints on higher ground. (laughs) Glory to God. That's where we're going. We're going higher, higher ground. Glory to God. That's where we're heading. We're not letting the limitations of the past keep us down. Glory to God, we're moving up to higher ground. Amen. What does that mean? A better quality of life. That may mean more energy for you. That means higher ground in your relationship with others. It could mean higher ground even in your health. Maybe you've been kept down by some physical ailment. Or some disability. Oh let the Holy Spirit. Quicken you. And taking you up. To higher ground. So what are we saying today? This isn't a long message. But I believe it's an encouraging message. Let us. Let go of the past. So we can go up. In 2021. Great. And glorious things. I'm prophesying it over you. Great and glorious things lie ahead for you. Great and glorious things are coming your way. Hallelujah. And did you know if you'll take hold of that word, you'll be able to have what you say and what you declare. Go ahead and try it on for size this morning. Say it with me real strong. Great and glorious things. Are coming my way. Great. And glorious things. Lie ahead for me. And lie ahead for us. Now point to your neighbor and say. Great. And glorious things. Are coming. Your way. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Woo, I'm getting happy up in here. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 27, it says, now look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Make out or mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. And in verse 27, it says this, don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Amen. Sidetrack is another way of saying, just don't allow yourself to get distracted. God is on the move in your life. The message translation of that says this. Keep your eyes straight ahead. (laughs) Ignore all sideshow distractions. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of sideshow going on <laughs> what does the bible say be captivated by the sideshow no the bible says ignore all sideshow distractions that's just another way of saying don't consider it you've got much more good things to consider than those sideshow distractions we are to consider jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We are cons- to consider him who is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. And then in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18, from both the King James and the Amplified, first from the King James, it says, but the path of the just, and you are the just because you're in right standing with God. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. And then the Amplified says it this way, But the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer Until it reaches, glory to God, full strength and full glory in the perfect day to be prepared. Isn't that good news? That is such good news. I've said it for many years, but I'll say it again. When we walk in and on His paths, life will be brighter and life will be Better. I want to close with this little thought in Spain, in the nation of Spain, in the 15th century, before that the new world was discovered, they had a coin and on the coin, it had a little inscription and it said, uh, ne plus ultra. And what that means in English, nothing is. Further, we are ultimate we have arrived we have settled in nothing further but after the new world was discovered they changed the inscription on the coin where it says plus ultra which means more beyond don't be one of those christians who at the end of this year says it's all over Nothing further, there's no hope. No, be one of the rare kind. Be one of the new breed. Be one of those who will say, oh, there's so much more beyond this year. For God is the God of the much, much more. Do you believe it? He's got so much more. So much more for you. So much more grace to be received. So much more new territory to take for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, I just thank you right now for the word of the Lord that came forth this morning. This is a big, big key to having a successful year. And is simply to let go. Let go of the past. Praise God. Father, we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. As Brenda comes, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to pray over your life right now. Man, it's been a good service so far. Praise it the certainly Lord. certainly
1: has. I know everybody was really encouraged by that word.
0: Praise God. Amen.
1: Good to keep our eyes upon Jesus. That's right. As That's we right. are leaving this year, I'm sure some of you feel like I do. We can't get out of 2020 soon enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: But we are looking forward to a very bright, bright future. One thing that did come to me as you were reading all those wonderful passages of Scripture. I love this verse in Philippians 1, 6. He that hath begun a good work, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So, you know, none of us have arrived yet, but we are on our way and we are letting him work His work within us. And we're going to see great and glorious days.
0: Amen and amen. Praise God. So we're going to lead you in a prayer today. And uh, perhaps a couple of the things (laughs) that, you know, said and were preached on today really resonated with you. And Mm -hmm. you'd like some help in prayer. I think one of the first things, I think we just (laughs) need to encourage you to let go of guilt Yes, let go of condemnation. You know, honey, the Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Christ Jesus, Jesus. who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So, Mm -hmm. what condemnation does is condemnation, as someone has so aptly said, condemnation is the confidence Confidence killer. killer, And you know, if a person. Doesn't have confidence is like you said Mm -hmm. being confident of this very thing. Yeah,
1: that's it. If a person
0: doesn't have confidence, Mm -hmm. then that is a limit and a limitation. Yeah. But it is not a limitation that comes from the Lord. It's something that comes straight from the pit of hell.
1: Yeah, because it'll tell you that He's not working in you because you did this and you did that. He doesn't have anything. Good in store for you, because look how bad you've been. Right. Look at the mistakes that you sure. have made, and all of that. Boy, I'm so glad that our God is a master at fixing any disaster, and He can turn whatever mistakes we have made into into a message. Yes. Amen.
0: <laughs> so the opposite then of condemnation, yes. the opposite of guilt, and the answer to it yeah. is found in one Corinthians chapter 15, where it says, "Awake." To righteousness.
1: Awake to righteousness. In
0: other words, let the reality of your redemption, allow the reality Mm -hmm. of your right standing with God, become big in your heart. Mm -hmm. And when that becomes big in your heart, then that will dispel the guilt, that will dispel the condemnation. Praise God. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Brendan and I pray. For those that are watching today, yes, if you're out there in the, in the viewing audience today and there's just some guilt and some condemnation, just put your hand over your heart. And pray this with me. Lord Jesus.
1: Lord Jesus.
0: I thank you.
1: I thank you. That
0: you were made sin.
1: That you were made sin. For me. For me. That
0: I might be made.
1: That I might be made. The
0: righteousness of God. The
1: righteousness of God.
0: In Christ Jesus.
1: In Christ
0: Jesus. Lord, I've confessed my sins.
1: Lord, I confess my sins. I've done
0: everything I know to do.
1: I've done everything I know to do. And now I open up
0: my heart.
1: And now I open up my heart.
0: To a refreshing,
1: to a refreshing, to a
0: revelation, to
1: a revelation
0: of who I am, of
1: who I and am, and what
0: I have in Christ,
1: and what I have in Christ.
0: Now let's speak to that guilt. Yeah. Let's speak to that yes, condemnation, because yes, yes. we know Jesus where it comes name. from.
1: In Jesus' name,
0: you foul spirit of guilt and That's condemnation, right. we curse you right we now. We do. In Jesus we command name. you to take your hands. Off of God's people in the, name in the name of Jesus. That's right. And somebody said, well, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of bad things. You need to forgive yourself and you need to let mm-hmm. it go.
1: Amen. Glory to Amen. God. Amen. And don't live in regret yeah don't live in the past That's there's no no hope in that right we're pressing on like you said tonight we are pressing on into a bright future yeah
0: that's right Amen. the upward way
1: the upward way
0: and so there's some things that you can do to cooperate uh-huh. with that upward way you know as you go into the new year you end this year make sure that you're opening your bible yeah. make sure that you're Reading the Word of God. Make sure that you're spending time in the presence of God. That's right. As you do those things, man, life will just be so much richer.
1: Amen. And so
0: much better. Like
1: we talked about, of course, we're going to have our New Year's Eve service. So make sure you tune in for that on Thursday night at, at 730. But just like it's important at the head of the year to seek the Lord... It's important to do that every day. Yes. Matthew 6:33 seek you first,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: kingdom of God, then all these things yes. will be added unto us. So if you need if you need peace, if you need to be free from mm-hmm. guilt, if you need the joy of the Lord, you know what you need to do is every day. Praise God. seek him first, and then his righteousness and everything that is in his kingdom, Will be made manifest in our lives. Doesn't the Bible say. What's in his kingdom. Kingdom, Righteousness. Peace. And joy.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we're pressing on.
1: Yes we are. The
0: upward way. New heights we're gaining every Amen. day. I just get this word in my spirit more.
1: Hmm. More. more. We Good. should pray for more. Yes. Okay. Father in
0: the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of we Jesus. We just pray
0: for More.
1: More. more of you. Yes, Lord. More
0: of your presence. Oh, yes, Briki yes, yes. Oh, Briki Celebrande, Oh, more, mm-hmm. more, more, more. Oh, thank you, Father. Uh-huh. Greater, 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 greater health, greater Lord.
1: Greater, cattam greater cattam.
0: grace. More grace. Oh, grace upon grace yes, upon your yes, people. Yes. So In God. the name more, of the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.